I've always believed the foundation of our fulfillment in life doesn't come from our quote-unquote success, but rather the strength of our relationships, not only with others, but also ourselves. And how we develop a deeper connection is through self-reflection and purposeful conversations with those around us, especially like-minded individuals. And that is exactly why I created the What Fulfills You card game, to cultivate both more meaningful relationships with others, as well as ourselves on the journey of personal growth. I certainly use these questions as a guide for journal prompts and, of course, weekly check-ins with myself. And when I am playing this game with friends on a Friday night in, you bet I am enjoying it with a glass of wine or two, who knows? (laughs) Pre-order the card game now at whatfulfillsyou.com and enjoy an exclusive 10% off for listeners only with code whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout. That's whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout at whatfulfillsyou.com. Enjoy! I've always believed the foundation of our fulfillment in life doesn't come from our success, but rather the strength of our relationships, not only with others, but also with ourselves. And how we develop a deeper connection is through self-reflection and purposeful conversations with those around us, especially like-minded individuals. And that is exactly why I created the What Fulfills You card game, to cultivate both more meaningful relationships with others, as well as ourselves on the journey of personal growth. I certainly use these questions as a guide for journal prompts and weekly check-ins with myself. And of course, when I am playing this game with friends on a Friday night in, you bet I am enjoying it with a glass of wine or two, who knows. (laughs) Shop the card game now at whatfulfillsyou.com and enjoy an exclusive 10% off for listeners only with the code whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout. That's what fulfills you 10 at checkout at whatfulfillsyou.com. Enjoy. I'm Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the What Fulfills You podcast. On today's episode, it is the first guest episode and also the second episode of the show. So I am very excited to just get into the swing of things. And I've been very excited to release this episode because uh, we recorded a few weeks ago and just with the timing of things and kind of the timing of the launch of the episode, it worked out perfectly to have this one come out next. So before I go into Sammy and of course, the good stuff about the episode. I wanted to start off today's episode. Sorry, I say episode too many times. Um, But I want to kick it off with a little bit of gratitude because that's something I want to incorporate in every week episode and also just make it a thing for you guys to think about as well because I am a firm believer in gratitude and being mindful about it. So I'm going to kick it off with three things at the top of of my head that I'm grateful for. So number one being my job. I am extremely grateful that I actually genuinely love my corporate job. My coworkers are fantastic um, and I'd say that's like 80 to 90% of the reason why I love my job. And just honestly, being with like post-graduation and everything like that, I've always heard the horror stories of people not really like loving their job. And I'm sure everyone who's listening to this right now probably knows of many stories as well. So um, with all that in mind, I'm just extremely grateful to genuinely love my job. And then kind of going into my second um, bullet note of what I'm grateful for, I'm also just very grateful for how much my business has grown, Elite Skatewear. If you guys didn't know, I also have my own e-commerce business um, outside of my corporate job, and that's something that <laughs> basically keeps me up at night because I you know, it is really, really, really much a full-time job as well, um, something I definitely don't mind doing on top of my corporate job because they are pretty even. Um, 
But fortunately, I do have an intern that helps manage the social media aspect and other areas of the business as well. So it's just been like skyrocketing with how much it's been picking up and everything. So um, aside from the fact that I fall asleep every night at like 9.30 p.m. with my contacts on and my makeup on, um, I am just grateful that I have something to do and keeps me a little overly busy. But, you know... um, you you get what you put in, I suppose. Um, and then the third thing I'm grateful for is just my home. I am so ecstatic to have been living in this apartment by myself for, I don't know how many months now, like seven months or so, um, maybe a little bit longer. And, uh, yeah, if you guys know me personally, you probably know that I never did so well with having roommates, mainly because I'm just a clean freak and I am very OCD and type A when it comes to having a good living environment. Um, I've always noticed that my environment physically it always affects me in one way or another. So how my desk is, if it's scattered, it's affecting the way I think, the way I process things. If my home is not clean, it makes me feel physically and mentally not clean either. Um, and I, and I've always known that that part affects me more than most, than more than it does for most people. So because of that, I've always taken it into consideration when it came to my mental health. And so, for the past year before I moved into this home and apartment, I was just working really hard to ensure that I could afford to live on my own. And then when it, when time came, I was ready and it just worked out. So I just really have to put it out there in the ether that I'm extremely grateful. And I, I never, it never goes a day that I don't think about it. So hope you guys can think of three things. And I wanted to add if One of the things that you are grateful for involves another person. I highly recommend and would love to see you guys shoot that person a text or even a phone call and just let them know like, hey, I just want to let you know that I'm very grateful to have you in my life. Um, You make a great impact on me. You make me a better person. You make me want to be a better person. And I just really wanted to share that with you today. So I hope that gives you guys some inspiration. Aside from that, I also wanted to, I guess, do a quick little update on where I'm at in life just because that is something I want to make part of every episode just because I don't want everything to always be just extremely informative. But um, to round up some things, where is my life at? Well, today is Super Bowl Sunday. Um, I actually for the first time in many years, did not do anything for it, but I did not have much FOMO. Um, Honestly, I just have a lot of work and things to do that I am very passionate about. It's been very laser focused today. And so I've just been utilizing this Sunday to catch up on work and everything outside of my corporate life. Um, My birthday is this month and I kind of didn't really realize it until someone was like, randomly today like when's your birthday by the way and I was like oh it's February 25th and I was like we are in February already (laughs) so it is crazy to see that one month has already flown by for the new year um so that is also exciting um what else (sighs) I guess for the main for the main part um Things have been going well. I, I'd say for the most part, if you want to see anything that's more like live up to date, just keep up with me on Instagram. You'll see this through my stories and through my posts, like where I'm at, what I'm doing and that whole ordeal. Um, I also do have some things in the back of my mind in terms of kind of some, I guess, maybe major changes that might be occurring within a few months. I definitely won't really speak on it until we get closer, but that's something I guess I just thought of in this moment. But other than that, uh, life is just going very steady and I could really feel a lot of good momentum for this new year. So I am stoked to be, again, back on the podcast grind, um, having a wonderful corporate job, having a business that has picked up so rapidly and then of course a home and support system around me everywhere friends and family that just keep uh, supporting me in every way they can so 
Life is good, everyone. I hope everyone is having an awesome week. And um, without further ado, I will introduce Sammy Clark to this episode. So Sammy Clark is a longtime model and current celebrity personal trainer on the popular FitPlan app, along with releasing her own meal plans on her website for high school to young adult women. Growing up with a father who did bodybuilding, Sam learned how to train, cook, and take care of her body from an early age. Once living on her own, she started implementing easy and effective lifestyle changes into her routine and fell in love with the process of self-development. I am obviously a huge advocate for self and personal development, especially if you are listening to this podcast, you probably could figure that out by now. But I, like I said before, um, was so happy to have Sammy on. I am still kind of working through just the general logistics of the podcast and just having guests on and everything like that. But uh, once again, this conversation was very insightful in my opinion, and I hope you guys enjoy it. So let's dive into it. All right, Sammy, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your Sunday to be here. I'm so excited to be here. It's going to be fun. Awesome. Thank you. Well, let's just kick it off by telling the audience a little bit about yourself, your journey, your story. I'm sure you've said it plenty of times before, but kind of give the gist of like who you are in your background. Yeah. So my name's Sammy. Um, we're in my house, so that's my ring app yelling at me, but, um, I grew up with an awesome big family and really, um, got into, I'm a fitness trainer, wellness trainer, all of that. So I really got into that as a, at a young age. My dad, who was in fitness very young in the bodybuilding world, really taught me at a young age to take care of myself. I was a dancer, so I knew um, long hours, hard work, even though I didn't appreciate it then, I definitely do now. Um, So I had home-cooked meals, my mom always making sure that that was a big part of our lives. So I think just um, when I was younger, I really started to take care of myself, and then When I moved to LA at 17, being scouted as a model, being 5'9 in high school was just (laughs) something special, again, that I'm grateful now, but back in the day was hard. Um, So I came out here, did modeling, and um, I went right into what I knew. So I went into my fitness journey of getting a trainer, eating right, um, bringing meals on set, and I think I got to really experience that not everyone knew how to take care of themselves, how Mm -hmm. to eat right how to um, sleep, how to like, what was so important to me wasn't important to other people of like how to take care of yourself. And it was Mm -hmm. my day to day. So I um, kind of took that as I wanted to share it more and like allow people to see what I grew up with and what has made me who I am. And so I started posting on Instagram and really sharing my journey, which was like, modeling photos and then on stories I'd like post some things and then all of a sudden I saw that everyone was so interested in how I was training how I was taking care of my body why I had a great mindset and it was really cool because that was what I did every day and then it kind of took off (laughs) wow no I I love that you started out with like really caring about self-care right and like how you take care of yourself because I think that's like something people kind of put under the rug I guess they would say you know what I mean like so many people are like yeah like you know it's the new year let's like eat well and then they kind of like fade out right yeah so like how have you kept it as like a long-term goal and like a long-term priority because I think that's something a lot of people especially this audience like really want to develop as like mm-hmm. part of their lifestyle and obviously I can tell it's like your life right mm-hmm. so how would you say it's like the best approach or how you've approached it when you first started I think um, understanding why you're doing it is a really big uh, like motivation because I think if you don't have the why behind what you're doing every single day, you kind of lose it and you lose the love for taking care of yourself or whatever it is. So I think um, you know journaling is a huge part of my life and it's a reminder of why I take care of myself and I'm grateful for my body. I'm grateful for life that I want to live my best life, I guess you could say. And one of them is really fueling my body with what it needs and being the clearest I can be, mind, body, spirit, all of it. So I think that I just know my why and that pushes me through like every single day. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, You talked about dance, right? Mm -hmm. How long did you do that for? I was a competitive dancer since I was 
probably five till I was 15. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What, what type of dance was that? I did it all. So it was contemporary jazz, hip hop, tap, like I did it all, yeah. but, um, took it all the way to high school and then moved into cheer. So I always was doing something competitive in the dance and, um, athletic world, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's super cool. So would you say that kind of set the foundation of like, like, I guess, like, you already being slightly involved in kind of, like, being fit and, like, like just keeping up with your fitness in general? Yeah, but, I mean, don't get me wrong. I was eating jack-in-the-box, like, <laughs> you know, through high school, like, not um, really even understanding it then. I think mm-hmm. it's cool now. I see so many of, the like, my younger audience who really value taking care of your body now. But back in the day, I don't think it was the same thing. I think I did it because I, like, when I went home, it was like I had a home-cooked meal and I knew how to take care of myself. Right. But until I moved to LA and how to do it myself Mm -hmm. that's when it really clicked for me okay I think it was second nature when I was younger but I would still like not understand how important it was until I was on my own right yeah okay yeah no I, I totally feel that too like obviously like I think when we get older and we start to like live on our own and like take care of ourselves we started to see like how to make it more I guess attainable in our lifestyle right so I totally agree with that yeah um where so like I guess how long have you been doing like the whole like how many years ago did you start and kind of like walk me through the journey of it growing because yeah. obviously you've grown like a big audience online and I know like you're working on so many different projects mm-hmm. and really expanding in a different like in different avenues for your personal brand tell me about like how each year or each step has gone gosh it's so cool and I would tell anyone that I was that girl who had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Like, mm-hmm. I remember I tried so many things. I came out here for modeling, but only because it was, it happened for me. It mm-hmm. wasn't like I was like, that's my dream. When I mean, when I was younger, I still had no idea what I wanted to do. And I was jealous of the girl who knew she wanted to be a singer or had yeah. a voice of an angel. And I was just like, you know what you want to do. And I didn't know. Right. So it was pretty frustrating because I think um, when I came out to L.A., I did modeling. I did acting. I did commercials. And I did it all. And I did really well at it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I got an agent. It was pretty easy for me. I worked really hard. I was a hard worker. But I definitely, like didn't have the passion that I saw other people have for things. You know, I would have those people are just so hungry for what they were doing. Yeah. And I was like just doing the course. So it was pretty epic to have the feeling of like posting something I loved, which was Mm -hmm. on social media of me working out, me showing what I eat, me uh, showing how I take care of myself on a daily basis. And I did that and it probably, it took off in the sense where it got a lot of attention pretty quick. But to actually grow the brand and understand it took, I mean, I'm on my like two and a half years later. Mm -hmm. So it's taken time to understand what my brand is, what my niche is, um, and run with that. But it was definitely a slow process for sure. Okay. Yeah. I I love that you obviously said that you didn't really know what you wanted to do at first, right? Because I think that's something that so many people, especially like in their early 20s, Mm -hmm. mid 20s, even like late 20s, like people like change careers. Totally. I think like so many people get scared of like that happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Was that something scary to you? Like, was there anything that helped you like combat that in any way? Like just like that fear? Being scared like that I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. I I mean, I think I talked about it a lot. I think I was putting it into an existent that I just wanted to know so bad Mm -hmm. and I got lost for a little bit you know LA is a very interesting city where you (laughs) can kind of just jump into things and it might not be your thing but you're just jumping around trying to figure it out Mm -hmm. so I you know I I got lost a couple times but I think um I, I think always just coming back to trying things and you you'll it'll click you mm-hmm. know so being okay with with not being where you think you should be I think it'll click with you and maybe it's even happening and you don't even know it just right. like me and my fitness I would say when I was posting it was like not like I knew that was my thing right still even what was happening okay so I would tell anyone to just like keep trying things and just like being open-minded to what that might be you right know? And, right but like there isn't like the age thing like I don't think like you have to know what you want to do. Like right. even when girls get out of college, like I'm like, we just still have so much to discover mm-hmm. and learn. There's so many different job titles. Like 
I just feel like having an open mind and trying things would be the best thing. Yeah. 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 I like that you say like being open-minded is like super helpful because I think more people are starting to be like that. Mm -hmm. But like also there's always the pressure from parents and like the pressure from society, Mm -hmm. like saying like, oh, like this person's like now like doing business or whatever, or this person's like an influencer or whatever. Right. Like I think that's Mm -hmm. just so intimidating to a lot of people. So I like that you're saying it's good to be open-minded though. Like it's super important. Yeah. And you can't really compare your process to anyone else because I think I did that again when I was younger and I'd be like, she already knows what she wants to do. Mm -hmm. She's a singer. She's got it. And it was frustrating, but you really can't compare your process because if I would have done this, what I'm doing now, maybe earlier on, it would have been very different. You know, I'm such a different person than five years ago. So it's like trusting the process for sure. As cheesy as that sounds. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Um, how old were you when you like, when it started to click, like when, when you, after you started posting and everything and when it started to like gain Mm -hmm. a lot of attention, like at what point, I think I was 23, so okay. I and I still was modeling then, but it was it was slowly going away. But 23 is when I think it clicked, and I'm 25 now. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, and um, now it's like totally your full time like gig, right? Yeah, it's my full time thing. Um, I'm absolutely obsessed with it, and yeah. I have that hunger and passion that I saw other people have. Yeah, which is a I really can definitely good tell too, which is like why I love like seeing your content and like especially like your fitness and like your community that you're building. Um, What's like your current goal right now in terms of like your brand and like building it up, right? Obviously it's like grown a lot over the two and a half years, like kind of where's your vision and like what's your next step vision um, moving forward? I think that's the cool thing is I'm still continuing to keep an open mind because Mm -hmm. I've reached something, but I know that's not like the end, you know? So it's like, okay, I've reached something that you would think if I said five years ago would be the main goal. But now I'm like, I have so many more that are above that. So it's like, I'm, you know, fitness is my niche, but also I'm a very deep, holistic, like approached person to life Mm -hmm. where I just love also taking care of yourself and Mm -hmm. self-love and like understanding yourself as a human. So I think me incorporating that as well with my fitness stuff is really important to me. Um, I also started a recovery event with my partner, um, JT. So now we have that as well. So I have another business going, which Mm -hmm. again, would never imagine running two businesses and, so that's also a really big adventure that we're going on too. Okay, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel like in terms of like obviously building your personal brand and then obviously expanding into like another business venture? Would you say a lot of it like you have approached it in a business um, approach, if that makes sense? Um, you mean have I approached me starting another business in a business approach or what do you mean? Just kind of like overall, like how you're growing, like of course your name and Mm -hmm. also like your fitness community. Would you say like your personal way of approaching it is kind of in like a business sense Mm -hmm. where you have like strategies and like Mm -hmm. goals and kind of like almost like a business plan Mm -hmm. or have you like gone with the flow and just like posted and like see how it goes type thing I would say it's a mix of both because I think that if I only took a business approach sometimes I think that could come off that way Mm -hmm. um so I think I I make sure it's a mixture of both of having that balance of really having my audience connect me on a personal deep level that I'm being so real with them Mm -hmm. and also the business approach of like understand there is strategies and I am also trying to sell something and survive this is my you know this is how (laughs) I make money so it's like a really good balance of like making sure every product I post is something I absolutely love but also making sure I am still making deals and doing that type Mm -hmm. of thing you know Mm -hmm. so it's like everything I do is really coming from like a centered place of like my personal side of me Mm -hmm. but then it also like the entrepreneur business side of also wanting to succeed comes Mm -hmm. out as well yeah yeah oh no that's really good I think like especially today too so many people are kind of like one way or the other Mm -hmm. that's why I kind of asked because I feel like you do have a lot of personal touch in your content Mm -hmm. and as well, like obviously a strategic way of doing it as well. Right. Which Mm -hmm. is like so good that you're combining both because I think, yeah, like you said, when you're combining, when you're doing too much of like a business approach, it comes off like too salesy. Right. And 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 even like girlfriends that I have that are like going into it now, it's like, how do I make my buck? Like, right. And I'm like, that's the thing that's crazy is like, I waited, like people might be like, that's not that long, but I did wait like 
a good year yeah. to even understand that I could work with brands right. and make money because you have so many that reach out and do want to just pay you a buck. Mm-hmm. But is that buck worth it to actually yes. gain an organic audience? Because they can totally tell, you know, yeah. what's going on. And so that was something that was really important to me is I need to, I had another job at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, I was working at, like as like a computer girl for this company, just <laughs> great times. But I was doing that on the side to like make sure that I right. could do that to not have to make that buck off of something that I was really passionate yeah. about. It took a lot of time. No, I, I really respect that too. Cause I think so many people don't see the behind the scenes, mm-hmm. right. And they don't really see that like certain, you know, creatives or like, you know, influencers right now that they call them like are being strategic with who they work with. Right. Totally. So how would you say, um, like your, like your why, like how did you combine that mentality of like saying no to certain brands? Cause it wasn't worth mm-hmm. like the buck in terms of like your underlying purpose as to why you continue to build like your community and like your fitness brand. Mm-hmm. I think, it, I think, yeah, it comes back to like the overall picture. Right. right. So it's like not thinking of like in this moment I could make a buck, but what is like my overall picture? Mm-hmm. And my overall picture is to make this, you know, the biggest thing ever, whatever that is in my eyes. So mm-hmm. it was like that one moment would not fit into my picture, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, I think I understood my why is to help people and like make people feel amazing and like feel their best. And is this actually going to do that for them? You right. know? Um, so being like selfless in that, but also like, yeah, saying yes and no to the right thing yeah. is really important. I really like that you say, though, that you recognize, like, the big picture mm-hmm. because I think, like, kind of like I mentioned earlier, the main theme within this podcast is essentially realizing that there is, like, a big picture and, like, like an end game to, like how you approach things in life right Mm -hmm. like it's not meant to be like for like you said like there's so many people kind of coming into this space and they're like okay so which brands can I work with Mm -hmm. now right and it's like no because that's like not the way to go about it because also brands as well they're being strategic on their end and being like well there's so many influencers that we're not Mm -hmm. getting ROI from and so like how do we find a better way to work with creatives and like you know you know strategize that way so I like that you point out the long-term thing because I think that's like the key factor in like you in comparison to like a lot of other mm-hmm. fitness gurus and whatnot is like clearly you have a why that like so many people yeah. resonate with right yeah and definitely a hundred percent and definitely too like understanding who your audience is like mm-hmm. I remember in the beginning I created her name was Katie and mm-hmm. I created this Katie and she was a college girl who ate this food who needed mm-hmm. to know this information and like creating your avatar I guess right, you could say because right. I've listened to I'm not an entrepreneur whatsoever so yeah, I've listened yeah. to so many podcasts in my life yeah, and like yeah. understanding that and it really does make so much sense of like who are you talking to and mm-hmm. who are you trying to get to and always thinking of them like I think of Katie every deal I do, mm-hmm. you know, and myself, obviously. But right. <laughs> thinking of Katie, like, is this right for her? Yeah. And you really do have to, like, when you're starting something out, break it down. And mm-hmm. you know your why, know your audience, know your purpose, and then go from there. Would you say Katie has evolved since, like, you started? Or would you say she's still just like the college girl, like, mm-hmm. just like the way you created her? Like, how if, if she has evolved, how has she yeah, evolved? Yeah, I'm, like, I would say, like... Katie's evolving in the sense of like, she's getting older, right? Okay. So it's like when yeah. I started her, she was like in college. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now Katie's out of college. Okay. So it's like kind of going with me a little bit. Yeah. Um, as I'm evolving, she's evolving as well. So right. yeah, definitely understanding Katie's mindset has changed or open to change because mm-hmm. I'm changing as well. So I'm bringing new like insights, but like Kate is Katie open to that, you know? Yeah. So definitely Katie's evolving with me. (laughs) (laughs) I love how we're like talking about Katie and she's like just this avatar. Oh my God. Wait, that's so cool. Um, you mentioned that you listen to obviously other podcasts as well. Are there any specific, um, podcasters or like people that you listen to that have like really, um, helped like you pivot with your brand Mm -hmm. and like pivot with your other like business projects? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, again, just having an open mind to who you're listening. I think we can mm-hmm. learn so many different things from different people. Um, so I would say Gary Vee is a huge part of, because like I, I said, Gary. I'm not an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Did, I am now. Yeah, I am, yeah, yeah. You know, but when I first started out, I was like, what the freak? Like I've never owned my own business. I've never worked for myself. You know, it's just always been very different. So mm-hmm. he's really helped me understand how, what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And also like being kind to of myself again of like, this could take a while or this it's okay if you don't understand the now. 
So he's been like really helpful. Um, I listen to the gold digger, which is mm-hmm. really awesome. With Jenna Kutcher, yeah, yeah. I love her. I love and, her. um, the skinny confidential, I'm a mm-hmm. huge fan of as well. Just kind of taking that, um, no bullshit standpoint yes. of like really being her. And I really appreciated right, right. that. And it helped me understand that I'm me and that's all I need to be. Yeah. Um, and then Ed Milet, I'm a huge fan as well okay. for like some motivation and just like, get me going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We <laughs> listen to like the same people. Yeah. So I can definitely tell like we have similar mindsets and just kind of how we approach certain yeah. things. And gosh, I would tell anyone to just like take it all in like right. listen to as much as you can or if it's your version of book I'm more audio like right, for sure right. but I mean take it all in and like take what's right for you you know it's not mm-hmm. like everything they say is meant for me mm-hmm. but it's I'm taking the things that I can tell are gonna like move me forward Right. but gosh there's so much knowledge that everyone is like lived through or they're doing it mm-hmm. so it's like finding those people and like listening so I personally listen to podcasts like usually in the morning by definitely want to hear like what's your I'm assuming like you'll fit your podcast listening time into your routine but I want to hear like your morning routine Mm -hmm. I feel like you have a strategic way of like going about your day and obviously working like you know from home or just like being your own boss like it's different than working you know like a corporate job so I definitely want to hear how do you go about your day and like strategically doing you know like setting up your day yeah, my my morning routine is my everything. <laughs> it's so important to me. Yeah. It really, really, really is. Um, I to get specific, I, I wake up. I don't touch my phone for thirty minutes. So I go and I'll meditate um, for five to ten minutes of meditation off YouTube. I'm not like a professional med- meditator. Like right. I don't know what I'm doing, but it feels amazing. So I like listen to again what works for me. I listen to this one woman on YouTube, and she's just my go-to, and she gets me through it, and I love it. So I'll meditate, then I'll go and journal. I'll do a five-minute journal, which is like says what you're grateful for, your affirmations, what are my goals for that day, what are my intentions. Really, just getting me in the mindset of what my day is going to look like and me manifesting that day. Mm-hmm. So that was really important to me. I read a page from a book. Um, right now I'm reading The Jesus Calling. And then I will write my to-do list and I'll write it in a personal page and a business page. And then Ooh. I'll get out of those like five that. out of the personal and five out of the business that okay. are like, you have to get it done today. Yeah. So yeah. those are like that. And then I'll go on my walk. And usually my walk is when I turn on the podcast. Okay. If I'm walking alone, sometimes my partner will come with me. But if not, (laughs) I'll do it then. Okay. And then um, if I don't get to listen to the podcast then, then I'll do it either while working out. Yeah. Because I work out every morning, 7 a.m., no matter what. Yeah. So that's, like, my go-to. Oh, my God, I love that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, like... And that's the thing, too. With, like, taking care of yourself, you have to have a schedule because Mm -hmm. it can just be like, I'll do it later. Mm -hmm. I'll do it later because we have so many things going on. Right. So scheduling in as crazy as it sounds, meditation. Right. Scheduling in that journal, like you know what time it is, Mm -hmm. is like you're going to do it then. So I've really like been crazy of like, I can't change that. I can't change that. You know, and a revolving your schedule around that. Yeah. You know, instead of being like, oh, I'll move my meditation for you and say, no, I need that (laughs) so I can meet with you. you Yeah. Yeah. So um, after I walk and work out, then I'll go get ready for my day and listen to a podcast then as well okay and then we have our team that works out of here out of our house at 10 a.m okay get started oh nice oh my god so what time do you usually wake up then like I wake up at 5 45 okay but oh I go gosh. to bed at like 9 30 okay I was gonna say like yeah I wake up at six but like I struggle sometimes because I don't go to bed early enough okay yeah yeah I feel like you have to I mean for me here again everyone's so different I yeah. need seven to eight hours of sleep like yeah. I just know my body mm-hmm. it like needs it so yeah I'll be in bed by 9 30 10 for sure okay oh my gosh wow that's so good that's inspiration for me because I definitely am trying to like refine my process a little bit more what's your night routine because okay because you're going to bed at like a consistent time Mm -hmm. and I think that's if anything for me personally that's my struggle I don't know if anyone else listening is like their struggle too I feel like waking up early isn't the problem but going to bed early enough is my problem so like kind of what's your night routine how do you wind down from like obviously working and being a content mm-hmm. creator that's like tough to like turn everything yeah, off yeah it's all the time it's all the, I know I think when you like <laughs> lay in bed sometimes like my partner will be like can we not talk about <laughs> and be like, but I had this idea yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah so 
Um, I think too, like with me going to bed on time, I've just learned to be selfish in that because I know it's really important for my day. Like you start to realize what is going to set the tone for your day. And if it is getting that sleep, then make it a priority. Mm -hmm. You kind of have to like, who cares if your friends think you're crazy and being like, you're like, I'm feeling so much better. So that like, I'm being better for everyone else. Right. So it's like, I've really learned to be selfish in the things I need to. My I mom calls that. me every morning and I don't answer until I'm ready. Yeah. You know, it's like I love that mindset. <laughs> no, I'm like that too. I'm like, no, I have to do what's like right for me mm-hmm. so I can like give like where yes. my energy, you know what I mean? Like so I can give the best of me, not just like 50%. Exactly. I totally agree. So when I I go to bed, I kind of go into my room I would say at like 8 30 I shower I do I have a very long night face routine mm-hmm. like I'm really into skin so yeah. I'll do that for a long okay, time no. um I do like a whole like you know zapper to the face that whole thing so I'll like I'll do a little tv uh-huh. I'm not I can't um I actually like my mind kind of shuts off at 8 30 in the sense of like writing or reading uh-huh. I'm not one that can read at night because I get so okay. like tired and I'm not focused right I wish I could okay but I'll usually go over my planner for the next day I'll write it all in like okay. scheduling and then I'll put it into my phone um and then after that I'll just listen to some like night waves mm-hmm. and just call it the night yeah so my nighttime routine's not as crazy as my morning because right. I'm pretty like checked out okay. when I like know I'm going to bed it's like my mind's like okay it's go to bedtime and if I have like a thought towards business I'll write it down and then be done but I like turn my phone like on silent yeah so oh that's so good did you ever have like struggles with like when you first started like not checking your phone in the morning was that like a struggle at first (laughs) because I am struggling with that still so I'm like how do you do that That it's so much self-control right and discipline but the thing that helps me not do it is when I do check my phone I'm usually triggered you know like I'll be like I'll go to my email, I'll go to my text and something will like trigger me. And I'm like, Oh, I didn't want that feeling. You know, I wanted control of my first 30 minutes so much to wake up and feel good. But if I got a text from a girlfriend who's like, Oh my God, my boyfriend broke up with me all, you know, and you're like, Oh my God, now I'm emotional. Like, it's so I think I just try to control that. So when I, when I have a thought of like, go on your phone, I just Mm -hmm. like, remember that feeling of like, didn't feel great. You yeah. want that 30 minutes to yourself. So I just like rethink that. Yeah. Oh, that's like, that's a good way to think about it. Yeah. I, I'm a huge fan of that. So I'm definitely trying to develop that as mm-hmm. well. And I think that's such a good practice, like for everyone, you know, regardless of like what you do or like if you go to school, mm-hmm. even I just think like, it's so easy to grab your phone and like scroll. Oh my right? gosh. And that's one thing I'm really good at is that cause I'm not, a, I try not to be a scroller on yeah. Instagram, but it's so hard, Yeah. but I just pick the people that like I love and I know I go to like I pick the ones for the month almost Mm -hmm. and that I'm inspired by and I only go to them because gosh it could be tough like you could go there all day you know so definitely not touching that in the morning and then understanding my time like I schedule my time in for Instagram okay so oh I love that though that's so strategic because I feel like I'm like in your house right now and I can just tell you're very um I just like put together and just like I don't know just like I can tell you take care of yourself so well so I think people need to take a page out of your book seriously I try. I try. It yeah. comes, it's come with like trial and error, figuring yeah, out what works for me. A lot of practice, you know. And yeah. again, for anyone that's in a relationship, like I'm, I live with my boyfriend mm-hmm. and I live with my best friend, and like right. you have to like just tell them. Like I tell them, like I don't talk to you for thirty minutes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's okay. Yeah, it's so okay. So let's let's pivot a little bit and talk about kind of just like mindset now, because I know you mentioned. Um, you really take care of yourself in like so many different aspects, like obviously like physical fitness and wellness and mental health and just self-care, but also your mindset and like obviously who you listen to and like mm-hmm. who you consume. Um, definitely like I'd love to get into kind of what your mindset is on like how you approach life. Like what would you say is kind of like just the general philosophy on how you think about life, whether it's like about making money or about like what you do for a living and like that kind of thing like what's your philosophy and like maybe where you get inspiration from yeah I think the biggest thing that gets me through my days is like I read something the other day and someone posted like you woke up you already won Mm -hmm. and I loved that so much because I think um I can be really hard on myself I think a lot of people can be hard on themselves so like every day kind of just going through the philosophy of like you're doing it. Like mm-hmm. you're okay. You got this, whatever that is, whatever you're doing, like you've already won. And so I think I'm really kind to myself, mm-hmm. which helps me push myself more, helps me be motivated, helps me, um, be more inspirational. Cause I'm just 
I'm good to me. I'm good yeah. to my mind. I'm good to my soul. I'm yeah. just like, you're doing awesome. Like yeah. you're waking up, you're doing your day to day and that is enough. Right. Um, which motivates me more to do mm-hmm. everything in my day. Yeah. Oh, I, I love that mentality. Um, did you, do you feel like you got it from like certain people or like mm-hmm. certain people, like you would say that emulates that as well? Yeah, I think I think uh, the people that I surround myself with are really important, mm-hmm. and I think they are like that as well. Okay. I think that they look at life as a really big gift, mm-hmm. and we also motivate each other when we're not, not every day is great. Right. So the days that aren't great, it's really nice to have those people that kind of have a similar mindset. Uh-huh. You know, um, I also I'm really in tune with getting to know myself. I kind of know myself in a disgusting way where you know every inch of it, right? right. And sometimes you're like whoa, I didn't like that about myself. Okay, instead of me pushing it away, how can I baby it? How can I understand it? I try to reparent myself quite a okay. lot. Okay. Oh, that's so unique. <laughs> I love that. No, I yeah. feel like that's like a great way to like not be critical of yourself, but also like recognize things that you're not, you know, like aligned with mm-hmm. and how you can kind of change it to be more aligned with what you want to be. Yeah, right? right. I think it's being, again, so kind to like maybe some situation that's happening now it happened to you as a little girl and like where did that come from where did that emotion come from okay let me understand maybe where the first time that happened okay it happened then like in just kind of going back to that and like I don't know I'm just really kind to myself yeah. going back to when I was a child and maybe it's coming from there and mm-hmm. being like how can I better myself now from that situation you mentioned your friends as well also having a similar mindset mm-hmm. which I'm sure helps with like cultivating your philosophy just because I'm a strong believer in that you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with most Mm -hmm. I'm sure you're probably like in agreement with that how do you go about as weird as it sounds but like is there any way or like specific way you kind of go about like selecting your friends or selecting who you allow in your circle because I'm sure you're also very mindful about your energy who you give your time to, who you, you know, who you don't give your time to. So kind of like walk me through that because I think that's something a lot of people also struggle with is saying no Mm -hmm. to people who are just not going to fit well with their lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. Or their mindset. Right. Yeah. I think it's again, being really aware of who you're surrounding yourself by and how you leave every time that situation. Do you leave feeling better? Did Mm -hmm. you feel leave feeling like they sucked all the energy out of you? You know, so every, um, encounter, I guess I have that I put my time into, I see, and not like they have to like give something to me, but are we bettering ourselves? Are we like being kind to each other? Mm -hmm. Am I leaving feeling better? Am I leaving feeling worse? So I think that's a really great way to see who you're surrounding yourself by. And are they, and also surrounding yourself like around people that are better than you, if that makes sense. I love 100% agree. I think there can be times where you surround yourself around people that maybe are smaller, not in theory, but whatever, smaller than you to make you feel better. Mm -hmm. But it's like when you change that and like go around people that are like, just you look up to them mm-hmm. or they're doing something really great and inspiring you. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a game changer too. Yeah. 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 No, I could not agree more with that. I always tell my friends as well as like, it's, it's smart. It's important to like, not always be like the best in the room or like the best in the mm-hmm. group, because if, if you are the best, then how are you going to find ways to improve? Right. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just like for me too. When I was like an athlete, I played competitive tennis and it, it'd be like, a waste of time if I were practicing with someone that could always beat, right? You know what I mean? So much shit. But when you think about it, you're like, some people are like, oh wait, I'm totally surrounding myself around people that are that are not doing that. But it's exactly. like, damn, if you just actually like went out of the box a little bit and went with people that are gonna push you, it's mm-hmm. like, whoa, that feels good. Right. I like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So obviously with LA though, it's like it's a whole it's hard it's a it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy city so I want to hear and I'm sure the audience would be curious too how do you go about it in the city of LA where there's a so many influencers right it's like the hub of like every content creator you know and it's also definitely kind of fake mm-hmm. I you know right we can't like be like we can't lie about that it yeah. is like you know it has like it's it's a hit or miss right so how do you go about that as well obviously you know, having your personal friends, but I'm sure you also have like friends in the industry as well. Yeah. And how does that kind of play out for you? Yeah. Obviously I've changed friends over time being here for now for six years. You, you, I allow change to happen. So when I was modeling, I had different friends and then where I'm at now in my life, which is so okay. I'm 
like mm-hmm. so okay with that being the case. Um, but I think using, not using it to your advantage, but there are so many creators here. So also just being so supportive of the other people here and mm-hmm. wanting to work together, bond together, cause you can connect in a lot of ways and be inspired in a lot of ways. But I use the same thing. If I, you know, I used to think DMing or commenting on random girls was so weird. I'd be mm-hmm. like, this is weird. Oh my gosh, they're going to think I love them. This is so weird. <laughs> and then I realized like, no, that is so great. Yeah. Do it. And once I started doing it, I really just started any girl that I was inspired by or mm-hmm. any girl that I thought, wow, I want to be her friend. I just right. felt that energy. I would hit them up or yeah. connect with them and we'd go get coffee. And then if it worked, it worked. If it didn't, it didn't. Exactly. So I think it was like putting yourself out there, even as uncomfortable as it is mm-hmm. to people that you feel like it's a good match or right. it's a connect or we have, um, similarities. Um, I also think like going to like workout classes, going to a cooking class, something that you like, you can meet similar people that kind of have a similar mindset mm-hmm. that make you connect easier than yeah. like, Hey, what's up yeah. to anyone, you know? Yeah, no, it's so funny that you say that though. Cause I do the exact same thing. Like, especially like I'm originally from the East coast and I moved out to California about four and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And so many people will ask me like, how do you know, like so-and-so or like, how did you like, you know, make so many different friends, like not just from college. And yeah. I tell people, I literally DM people, um, like, you know, letting them know like, Hey, I think like we're really aligned in this, like, you know, whatever part of our lives, like we should connect, like Mm -hmm. we should grab coffee and people are like, you can do that. (laughs) But like, you have to put yourself out there, right? Like if you, like, you can't just wait for people to come to you. Right. And that's just like the philosophy with any opportunity Mm -hmm. you want. Right. You can't wait for it to come to you all the time. And it's okay if it like got, like they didn't respond or Mm -hmm. like, I remember I messaged someone to be my mentor and they didn't respond to me and I was like dope like you know and I put myself out there and <laughs> right. I'm super vulnerable and like I'm now I'm like dude they have their own stuff it's right. nothing to do with you it's not and personal like, it's not personal so exactly. I think if you go into that mindset like you're saying and like look at all the connects you've made mm-hmm. because you put yourself out there and DM yeah. people randomly right no one thinks it's weird yeah. and if you do then it's like only you because I was that yeah. person I was like this is so weird but I'm like it's not weird exactly I actually love when people DM me and they're like hey I think we should connect yeah I'm like hell yes yeah, so, yeah. no it's so funny too though because you said like it doesn't matter like if they don't respond it's like also you don't like you can't just go into it with an ego mm-hmm. right like you have to remove your ego from it because if you don't then yeah you will get offended if they don't respond or right. if, if they even read it and they right. still you know or what I mean? letting other people's opinions define you I think it like once I stopped caring so much, not like I don't give a F personality. Right, right. It's more like when you stop letting other people define who you are, when you know who you are, it doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. If they thought that was weird, that's weird for them. Like right, who cares? Cause right. everyone's doing it. Yeah. You know, get with it. It's 2020. No, speaking of that though, I like that you brought it up that you have a like philosophy now where you kind of just don't care about what other opinions are necessarily Mm -hmm. like can you elaborate a little bit on that and like maybe how you've developed that because I think that's another factor that a lot of people could take you know like could Mm -hmm. use right like a lot of people could use that mentality where like they don't care as much um I think that's something I've grown to have a lot it's just I genuinely don't care Mm -hmm. like you know how what people think of me um but at the same time I think that's also something so many people want to hear more of right Mm -hmm. like they want to hear okay like you have that mentality how'd you get there yeah or like what are some of the roadblocks you've noticed if any that you've had problems with when like maybe someone commented something like this or like Mm -hmm. someone you know like post things like you know whatever like how do you get across that because I think that's something so many people could gain knowledge Mm -hmm. from yeah I think like I wish there was like a step one step two step three a lot of the times (laughs) because I remember I would always search for that as well but I think that you know over time you kind of just get over allowing other people to again define you or because they have no idea who you really are Mm -hmm. you know and and only the people close to you who are close to you for that reason because they absolutely love you and they know who you are through the bad through the good all of it I think you kind of just have to be like you have no idea who I am and so if I was going to read a comment and let that actually affect me unless it was an honest like constructive constructive criticism, <laughs> then it's a different story. Yeah. But in that you actually like wanted to take, but if you go into that comment, and it says, you know, you're ugly or whatever. It's like, they got their own shit. That's mm-hmm. nothing to do with you. So I think I just started to be like, 
I, I'm good. You know, right. like I don't need your input because I don't even know who you are. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, if it's someone I respect, I would totally take in consideration. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like if we actually lived by other people's opinions, it'd be freaking miserable. It would be. And we'd be get really confused of who we are, yeah. which I think a lot of times that can happen too. When we're trying to figure out who we are, if we let other people like do it for us, mm-hmm. it could be really scary. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't agree more with that. If you could go back, or I guess this all this will be like a two way question, but like first, what are some things that you would advise to like the girls who are your audience, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what are some key things that you really want them to consistently like be mindful of, or like things that you are constantly advising that like you want to share continuously? Um, first thing would be like you're freaking beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think. Gosh, if I could actually like tell every girl and them believe it, that they are so beautiful inside and out, that would be number one. Um, yeah, that gets me emotional, but I just really, I, I, I get a lot of messages and I understand people's pain and it's just taking care of ourselves. Like we didn't get put on this earth to maybe understand that, but I think it should be number one Mm -hmm. because we wake up every day in our own body, in our own mind. So if like, being so good to yourself and believing in yourself and believing you're beautiful, I think is really important. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be something I would want to instill. Yes. I love that. No, I love that one. Um, And I think that's like so nice too. You're, I I feel like I could see that within your theme. Like obviously you are like very big on like fitness and wellness, Mm -hmm. but I also love that your message is constantly about loving yourself knowing that you are beautiful and like Mm -hmm. believing in that and also just believing in yourself in general Mm -hmm. because I think that that's something I'm passionate about as well is just having younger girls especially Gen Z who's growing into the the social media era Mm -hmm. and grew up with nothing but social media right constantly comparing and constantly seeing what other people are doing and I think Yes, it is true. There's like what everyone is saying about it is like it's affecting mental health. Mm -hmm. But obviously having people like you on social media, like continuously reminding people they are beautiful and that they should believe in that Mm -hmm. because it's true. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important because I I definitely would say I don't hear that as much. Like Mm -hmm. I hear maybe other things like similar along the lines of but like not necessarily about like your beauty and like inner and outer like you know you know what I mean yeah especially being in the fitness world I think a lot of it is outer like Mm -hmm. I I mean I I show photos of my body all the time Mm -hmm. and so I think it's the reminder of like yes I feel awesome because I I work really hard Mm -hmm. on it but also it's like it makes me feel really good in the inside too so it's what is that feeling if you're you know if you do really want to start working out what is that feeling you're going to get like what is that feeling you want from working out okay Mm -hmm. I want to feel confident I want to feel beautiful and once you actually get there you'll see that it's so much more than that right like oh I reached a goal that means I push myself through challenges and Mm -hmm. you start to like be stronger and so there's so many things with it rather than just the outer part right you know right and social media is so hard because there's so many negatives but it's like there's so many negatives to everything Mm -hmm. and now we have this platform where we get to know a lot learn a lot and I've learned so much from social media it's just creating that restriction of like going on those pages that don't feel your body don't feel good like understand that it's a click if it's like okay I'm comparing myself to that girl should I go on that page yeah don't go you know I do that to myself every day I'm like don't go to Megan because she's not making me feel good right you know so it's having those restrictions of course and sometimes if you have to block them like for the sake of you not being able to see their profile every time you look them up like do that Mm -hmm. right because I think people like People don't really take that in where they're like, I can actually control that. You know what I mean? Like they're even, you know, even though you can find ways to make yourself be controlled, right? Which is like, yeah, blocking the person mm-hmm. because you would have to get more effort to go back and unblock them, right? right? So I, I love that you say that, like where you're just being mindful about like who mm-hmm. you're viewing, how often you're doing that, things like that. Yeah. I love that. And the second part of the question was kind of similar to the first, but if you had, if you could say or advise anything to your younger self, let's say five years ago when you were 20 what would it be oh my goodness uh probably just to go with the flow more not trying to control I think me not knowing my passion was really hard for me and I Mm -hmm. honestly broke down about it a lot because I felt really lost in the world I felt like 
I didn't have a purpose. I, you know, you really get kind of scared of like, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I would have just told myself to like, be patient and it's no, you don't have to know now and just continue learning yourself and be patient. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that. That's so sweet. I mean, definitely just because there are so many girls listening to this podcast that are, are around 20, give or take. And so I think that's just a constant struggle I'm getting, like I'm hearing in my DMs or just like people who listened to my previous podcast that were saying like, oh, like, you know, this message helped me in this area of my life. And yeah. it's just crazy to see how it can impact the world. Like people from Germany and Europe are like DMing me saying like, you know, I listened to this on my walk to school and it's like Love so cute because I'm like, well, okay, this is amazing. That's why I'm so happy to have you on yeah. this podcast. Yeah. So I guess we went five years back. Now I want to say five years forward. Where do you you see yourself five years from now? Or what's your ideal vision moving forward Mm. um, outside of just like your vision for your brand and growing, you know, your projects, but like kind of just in general, where do you see, you know, yourself living, you know, married or not? Mm -hmm. Um, Like the whole like life vision. Yeah. Um, I I love actually saying this on here because it's going to be like cool to see actually where I'm at in five years because holy shit, I didn't think I'd be here and you know where I'm at now. Exactly. So it's cool to just like put it out there, but Mm -hmm. who knows what will actually happen. Um, five years, I definitely hope to be married and have a family. That's something that's really important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's definitely a really big picture. Um, really happy and healthy and like have healthy babies. (laughs) Um, and, um, I think just continuing this entrepreneur journey of Mm -hmm. expanding myself to like the max of I want to travel a lot for my brand I Mm -hmm. want to um, I'm super curious about the world I haven't traveled a lot so just Mm -hmm. meeting people over and being inspired through my brand getting to do that would be really epic yeah um and then yeah just continuing to grow but a family is probably number one in five years oh that's so nice um do you see yourself being in LA or gosh no no (laughs) no not LA I don't know where I'll be but LA I love it it's home now and it'll forever have a piece of my heart because there is amazing people here and everyone's trying to be the best they can be and it's pretty epic but for when I settle down I don't think this will be the spot Mm -hmm. I think I don't know where it is that's something cool too I don't Mm -hmm. have like a set location in my head just open-minded to what happens but yeah, I think that LA is home now, but not forever. Okay. <laughs> I like that you say that though, just because I think that it does, yeah, give a realistic picture of like, you know, kind of where you see yourself in a few years, but obviously still being open minded, right? Like yeah. knowing like certain, but knowing like having certainty about certain things, but also not so certain about certain things, which is like allowing yeah. you to be open minded. And I'm, I'm, I'm that way because of where I'm at now, I would have never planned this ever. Right. If someone was like, you would be like having your own fitness brand and traveling. I'd be like, what? Yeah. Like, that's not even what I had in mind. Yeah. So it's cool. It, I mean, if you know what you want to do a hundred percent, hell yes. Yeah. But I'm still in that place where I'm like, I'm doing my thing and I'm so passionate about it, but I feel in my body there's so mm-hmm. much more. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like letting that grow. Yeah. And you're so right now that when you said like, you never would have imagined yourself doing this, I feel like the same way. Cause I grew up in a very small town in Pennsylvania. Um, the only relevant thing is Taylor Swift is from my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> As like as, as, as like weird as that sounds, it's mm-hmm. like she came from like the countryside That's too. Funny. But um, no, it's just funny like seeing like five years ago, which was I was still in just graduating high school. Um, actually, no, 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 I was in a freshman in college. My bad. <laughs> but um, it's just funny to like think like from a from freshman year of college to today to today. It's like. I would have never thought I would be like, yeah, DMing people on Instagram or like doing a podcast or like having two podcasts, Mm -hmm. right? And like interviewing different people just because A, of digital technology, of being able to do so and B, just like actually finding a passion in like talking about these Mm -hmm. things, right? Isn't it? It's like crazy to see how much social media has allowed us to do certain things 30 years ago our parents couldn't have done. Totally. And I think you're so right. And I think too, like a lot of the podcasts out now are so informative because Mm -hmm. there's a certain someone for everyone you know I might not be for Becky who's listening right now you know (laughs) but it's like I I can be for the other girl because there's so many different type of people we all have our own story you Mm -hmm. know and so it's it's just inspiring that we all get to learn from each other and not everyone's meant to be an entrepreneur either. Maybe you exactly. love to work for someone like my team, like we check in with them every month and like, what's your goals? And if they want to continue being here and we mm-hmm. can help them, but they love being a part of the team, then that's great. Yeah. Not everyone has to like start their own company. It's not yes. for everyone. Cause it's freaking hard. Yes. It's so hard. Yes. So it's like, 
uh, listening to these podcasts and taking from each podcast what you can that works for you. You're like, okay, I don't want to be an entrepreneur, but I want to work for a company and I'm going to take that. Right. You know? I love that you say that too, because I think so many people, like I'm sure you've heard Gary Vee say as well, so many people are fascinated with entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. right? Or like doing something for themselves or like, or putting entrepreneur to their title. And not to like bust on people, but like I do think like, yeah, it's such a facade now, unfortunately, mm-hmm. which does kind of ruin it a little bit for some people who like kind of really are doing what entrepreneurship is, right? Yeah, I, I'm very much aligned with what you're saying there is like, not it's not meant for everyone Mm -hmm. and it's also not as easy as it seems and it's not glamorous either Mm -hmm. right it just does take a personality to do it where it's like you are so driven by living life on your own terms that you would give up anything to do that right and I think that's something people don't realize it's it's so much sacrifice Mm -hmm. and essentially I see it as like you'll you have to be an outlier Mm -hmm. you have to be someone that just doesn't conform to what everyone is doing and I think that's something I have always been like Mm -hmm. fortunately and unfortunately like growing up you don't you don't know you don't realize it's gonna benefit you later on in life but it's like when you don't fit in with everyone else, it's like you're asking yourself what's wrong with me, mm-hmm. right? It's like being like a figure skater and like having dreams to be on Team USA and compete at the Olympics. Everyone's like, what are you doing? Like we're going to the Friday night football game. You know right. what I mean? And you're totally. like, and you're waking up on a Saturday at 6 a.m. like getting to the ring. You know what I mean? So it's like same with you. It's like you're doing your own thing, mm-hmm. but it's not for everyone. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I love yeah. that. And I, and I love that you said too, like you take things from like different people and yeah. kind of put together like what you ideally what ideally fits you yeah. and your personality. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think you've, you've said it perfectly. And I think too, like you'll learn what to take from people cause you're just continuing to learn yourself mm-hmm. and how you learn yourself. A lot of the times is being vulnerable mm-hmm. and being communicating with other people. You start to like see who you are and it's a cool journey and it's going to continue to change, but yeah, you'll start to really learn. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, one last question. It's going to be the question I always ask everyone, but it is what fulfills you in life or where do you find fulfillment in life? So this can be relationships or what you're doing day to day. Um, You know, some people could even say money. I don't even know, but really like what's like that ultimate thing that fulfills you in life and your why on why you wake up every day and why you're happy. I love this question so much because Mm -hmm. um, you might know the name and of it have you ever heard of the people in the asian culture that have like it's called a gosh dang it but they live to like they're a hundred i just read about this oh. they live to their 100 and they say it's because they know what fulfills them every single day uh-huh. and they wake up for the same purpose every day and yeah, they, yeah. i guess they live like forever i was just right <laughs> right no way <laughs> yes so on that note um it's a really big question but um I would say what brings me the most fulfillment is, um, gosh, there's so many things. You can name like a few too. Okay. okay, Yeah. No, I I love this question too, because I think it dives deep into people's why. And I personally love having conversations about it. Yeah. I would say my personal relationships. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. They fulfill me when they bring you life. It's like, whoa, we're humans. We're connecting it's a game over for me. So I would say my relationships and now like my passion for work is really fulfills me every day to like be able to fulfill my family one Mm -hmm, day, mm -hmm. like work for them. And, and, um, yeah. So I would say my work is a huge passion and fulfillment Mm -hmm. of mine. I mean, it pushes me every day more than I thought I could ever do Yeah, because I'm like, I'm waking up every day being like, I want to put food on the table. I want to like have my family so secure yeah. and help other people as well. Right. Yeah. Oh my god. That's gosh. a hard question. Yeah. There's so much to it. Yeah. No, and I like that you said personal relationships is like your top one as well cuz I think that's like mine as well. It's just like relationships and like we talked about the people you surround yourself with, it's so important because that's where you give energy from, mm-hmm. give energy to, but that's also where you get your energy from and okay. vice versa. And, you know, they affect kind of your day-to-day life and also just kind of years down the line. So I think that's always okay. so important because no matter where you are in life, if you have really strong relationships, I'm a firm believer that like you'll still be very happy. Right. I totally agree. I totally agree. I could talk about relationships for a whole nother time. Oh my God. We'll definitely have to do like a part two one of these days. Um, But do you have any final thoughts or anything else that 
you want to share on the podcast, of course, share your social media. Yeah. Um, no, this was so fun. And just, uh, I think my biggest thing for me that you guys can take is if you don't know what you want to do, you'll figure it out. And there's a life purpose for everyone. So just continue to um, adventure and be curious and it'll come to you. Um, and I'm really excited for all of you for that. And um, you can find me on social at Sammy Clark um, on YouTube, Instagram. That's where I'm at. Yay. And I'll definitely link everything in the description, all of that fun stuff. But thank you so much for being on. I love this conversation and I love that you're very on board with a similar mindset and approach to life. So I know you're going to always kick ass at everything you do. Thank you. All right, so that was the episode with Sammy Clark. As she mentioned towards the end, you can find her on social media at all of her social media links that I will be linking in the show notes, so be sure to look out for that. I hope you guys enjoyed it, as I obviously mentioned during the episode as well. I think Sammy is such a great role model for those who are in their early 20s, not only when it comes to the mindset and the way you think about yourself and others and where you put your energy, but also just how she approaches her health and wellness, how she puts a priority on it, and as she mentioned, how she puts that as a priority in her calendar and then works around other things like her social life um, around her priorities and so I think that's such a great takeaway from this episode. I know there were like a few audio like errors or not errors but just imperfections throughout this episode. As I mentioned before I'm still getting the hang of doing live interviews with guests and having this one mic and I think I'm gonna eventually invest in another mic or so especially because I'm doing more guest episodes but bear with me. I know it's all about the journey. I'm sure you guys are all familiar with that too. So of course I'm fully aware of the lack of perfection, but at the same time, I'm not here for perfection. I'm just here to put out some wonderful content for you guys and to be on the learning journey and learning curve with all of you. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Please be sure to leave your feedback in the reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you do, I will be giving you a shout out in the next episode as well as Instagram. And if you are unsure of where to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at at Emily E. Duong. Duong is spelled D-U-O-N-G. And then the podcast Instagram is just at what fulfills you pod. And I will link both of those in the show notes as well. I hope you guys enjoyed it, loved it, liked it, all of the above. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.